Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We don't normally talk baseball when we've got Michael Felder on, but Michael, Arkansas is in the College World Series, so obviously we're a little focused on that, and they had to go through your alma mater to get here. So uh, it's been a good run for Arkansas, and they're going to try to keep it alive tonight with a win over Ole Miss. So welcome back. How are you? Doing great, yeah. That was a rough one, man. I, listen, I'm a uh, I'm a diamond heels guy. Like I lived with a couple of those guys, been friends with them, still friends with them. Was in a couple of their weddings, so watching them lose in, at the box was tough. But Arkansas, they did a thing, that, and they've done it. You know, in these two games, they've done something. I was I was very worried, and I talked to a couple of Arkansas fans as well, and they were like, "Did we score too much? Like, other, can our bats stay like this? But back to back games in double digits, and like that." pretty wild so they're on the right track if they can keep keep swinging the ball keep swinging the bats like that well i will say this and you know it's weird because i we don't ever talk about well, we don't talk about it very much at least in other sports about the way that people comport themselves but i will say that coach forbes in north carolina were about as uh, classy as they could be and he was extremely complimentary of arkansas afterwards which couldn't have been easy to do because you know obviously it was a disappointing you know deal for north carolina but he was great loved the way their guys played and uh, it was a good place. And by all accounts, everybody I talked to that went to Chapel Hill was an incredible experience. They took care of everybody really well. It was a great ballpark. So, um, anyway, thumbs up to your alma mater for sure. Yeah. It's, it, listen, the box is a great place. It is – Chapel Hill's a great city, like a great little town. It's um, – especially oh, – I'm going to tell you, you can get if you can get Chapel Hill at this time between June and August, far fewer students. You get to have a nice dinner, relax, hang out, and it's just kids going to summer school, and you really get a nice experience without, you know, having to step over too. There you go. Um, okay, all right, let's talk a little college football, Michael. We just found out yesterday that K.J. Jefferson has been invited to the Manning Passing Academy. And, look, it's an honor. It's great, to, you know, from a publicity standpoint. But from an you know, actual practical standpoint, how much do you think these quarterbacks benefit from being down there for a few days? Um, I think you get. A, I think they learn a lot more off the field than on the field. If I'm being quite honest, I, I don't think that like they're not going to change their throwing motion over the course of that week. They're not going to change their, um, you know, their reads and all these things. They're not going to change the offense that they play in. But they do understand. They being able and being around professionals does help you understand how to how to handle yourself as a professional. I think that's the biggest one. That's the biggest plus. Obviously, the the the, the now. Notorious Johnny Manziel, Manning passing camp incident. Um, notwithstanding, everybody else has walked away from there with a, a lot of positive vibes and a lot of um, just sort of that professionalism, which is, I think, the biggest part of that. And it's different now than even 10, 15 years ago where these guys didn't all know each other nearly as well. These guys all know each other now. So this is really them getting together and, 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 and um, growing some skills or showing off, but also – understanding how to how to handle themselves and it's it, you get to get get the, i mean come on who wouldn't want to go to go to like a, you know a little summer camp play some football with their, with their friends which is what we're seeing now uh and the social media and the camper yeah even if it isn't thibodeau louisiana yeah <laughs> yes yes you do and you get to go and they're listen they're college kids they're gonna have they're gonna have a good time yeah for sure um, I saw some chatter on social media yesterday, Michael, about Louisville. And Louisville, I had, you know, I kind of kept an eye on them a little bit just because they got a, a Central Arkansas transfer, a wide receiver who I think 
is a super talent. Uh, you know, again, he didn't have the, he's not going to necessarily have all the measurables. So I think playing at a higher level after kind of rewriting the record books at Central Arkansas will be good for him. But they got a couple of high level recruits that are committing over there. And some people are going, now wait a minute, something's fishy. Now we know Nick Saban called out A uh, and M earlier this year. I think there are going to be some people calling out Louisville here pretty soon. What's going on over there? Well, I think there's a couple different things, and this is something that I've been I've been following it as well because it has been very interesting. I think the big thing. So there's a couple things. Yes, obviously NIL plays a part of it. That's going to be that's that's always going to be something from now on that we're going to have to take into account. But I think the big thing for me, um, obviously they got Ruben Owens, the kid from Texas. They're going to get DeAndre Moore, wide receiver. I think he's from from California, or is that from Texas too? I think California. Okay, yeah, they got a couple California kids. And so I think the big key is going to be – I think there's a couple different keys. The One, obviously, NIL. So we can just take that off the books. Yeah, whatever deal or sweetheart deal they think they're going to get or they're going to get, that's part of it. But the other part for me is it took Satterfield a while to kind of establish who he was and what they wanted to be. And the key for me is they've built a uh, very – I'm not going to compare it to Clemson, but I'm going to say they've built a very family-first atmosphere there. And I think for a lot of guys that matters, and I think that's what we're seeing kind of come to fruition. I was talking about my buddy um, uh, Keith Wynn, who writes for – he covers Louisville. And, and, and he's one of those guys, he's like, it's really different. Like the, like the atmosphere is different. And, look, I've got my old coach, Gunnar Brewer. He coached at Louisville. And my, one of my good friends – one of my like one of my favorite recruits of all time is Des Fitzpatrick, who played at Louisville. I talked to his dad pretty routinely. And when they came in, it was very different. It was a huge shift, a culture shock for those guys that were there under Petrino because Petrino had a business-like atmosphere, and Petrino didn't care about all this stuff that Sack cares about, wearing a hat in the building, wearing a chain in the building. And so there was pushback. But now as you move into, what is this, year three, I think, with him, they're getting into where they can feel a little more comfortable, where the players that are there are there because they want to be there, they're there because they feel more comfortable, and that's the atmosphere that they like. So I'm very curious to see how this experiment shakes out. Michael, I'm curious. What do you do now to prepare for college football season? Man. <laughs> it is – I have been trying to build my depth chart, and what I've decided is instead of trying to just go through and build depth charts based upon spring practice reports, because spring practice reports only tell you – they used to tell you the whole story, right? They used to tell you everything. And what the depth chart's going to look like and what this is going to look like, now I'm going team by team, and I'm reading the articles about spring, and I'm rewatching spring games. I'm actually working on the Big Ten right now. Just wrapped up Ohio State, just wrapped, and I'm starting Michigan today. But now I'm going team by team, and it's a combination of looking through their spring, watching their spring game, and then going through the portal as well to try to assemble a depth chart and what they're going to look like. So that's how I prepare. I don't know what other people are going to do, but I can tell you this right now. If you think that your Athlon or your, your, your Lindy's or your Phil Steele, if you think that they're going to have all the up-to-date information, you're wrong. <laughs> and it's going to be really tough to keep up with that. So I, I suggest figuring out a way to go digital because at least you can update that pretty quickly instead of trying to print off pages to, to paste into your, 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 your out-of-date magazine. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, with the portal and everything else, it's crazy. I can't even imagine. Michael, thank you for the time, sure. my friend. And uh, we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, go hogs, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. All right. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it.